Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And also, if you... Uh, do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh application thanks Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come in! Hello, party people. We're back again, this time again with my sister for some more cult goodness. Woo! As if I needed more stress in the year of 2020. Uh, it's not stress. These, most of the, I think the ones that we've listed today are at least not, uh, are kind of taken down a notch, so. Oh, hey. At least there's that. Slightly less disturbing information. Maybe. Not going to guarantee that because I wrote this like two weeks ago. Okay. So, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't read it yet, so my reactions will be genuine. And I don't recognize these these uh, cases either. So, Oh, you haven't heard of Nexium? Allison Mack? Maybe. Allison Mack is an actress. I know she was in um, Smallville, I think. No idea. Never watched it. Anyway, Nexium, it's spelled N-X-I-V-M, is a self-described American multi-level marketing company. Those, all of those might as well be called yeah. <laughs> friggin' cult. Anyway, based near Albany, New York, which offers personal and professional development seminars through its executive success programs. The company has been widely described as a cult and is alleged to have been a recruiting platform for a secret society, variously called DOS or the vow in which women were branded and forced into sexual slavery. In early 2018, ne- Nexium's founder Keith Rainier and his associates, actress Allison Mack, were arrested and, and indicted on federal charges related to DOS, including sex trafficking. Others associated with Nexium were also charged with federal crimes. As of April 2019, five people associated with Nexium. Mac and co-founder Nancy Salzman, Lauren Salzman, Seagram, Eris, Claire Bronfman, and bookkeeper Kathy Russell had pleaded guilty to various charges. Rainier was convicted in federal court of sex trafficking and racketeering on June 19, 2019. Among the allegations was that Rainier ordered female members to adhere to severely restricted diets and he would oink at them as they ate. Ah, that... It's like, I don't care who you are and how much money you have. If you oink at me, I'm probably going to punch you in the face. <laughs> like, yep. This fat girl don't do that. 
Like you, you, you don't do that to somebody. We were just talking about how excited we were, or I am in general, about Mastacholi tonight. Like I'll be damned. Let me eat my food. <laughs> and if and if ju- even Justin, your husband, oinked at you, you'd probably want to punch him in the face. Like I. Oh yeah, know. I would punch him in the face. Yeah. Former high-ranking Nexium member Lauren Salzman pleaded guilty to racketeering and racketeering and conspiracy alleged Rainier demanded members supply him with nude photos and other sensational materials that he could potentially use against them. So when you join, they gathered stuff on, like to blackmail with you with so that if you tried to leave, they could yeah. use you, which is fucking terrible. Like as if most cults weren't bad enough than blackmailing you on top of that. Like that's fucking terrible. Yeah. Sosman also reported described group sex and dungeon paddling as part of Nexium's practices. No, thank you. Yeah. It sounds like a good time if it was completely consensual, but you know, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Prosecutors claim Mac actively recruited new members to DOS, which she allegedly described as a women's group. Court documents allege that. DOS is short for the Latin phrase Dominus Obsequius Sororium, which reportedly translate as Master Over the Slave Women. Hmm. That's a big nope for me. <laughs> Again, it, there's nothing over, uh, you know, kind of master and servant situations if it's consensual. And there's rules in place, but this sounds like some sneaky ass crap. Yeah, they, they tricked them into lure them in with this like whole you know you can be a successful woman type of thing and we're going to teach you how and you're going to have all this money and be happy and all this shit and then they just fucking blackmail them and strip them and yeah yeah According to a criminal affidavit DOS members were allegedly stripped naked branded on their pubic areas in order to perform menial tasks and have sex with Rainier. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. And of course, I've seen pictures of him. He's not an attractive dude. I'm pretty sure he's just your average cult leader with a beard. Like, I mean, they kind of all, all of them start to blend together, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, except maybe Manson. That motherfucker just looks crazy. But yeah. The- <laughs> Again, crazy looking with a beard still like yeah yeah. uh, i don't know if it's like once they get enough people they stop caring about taking care of themselves because they're going to get what they want out of it anyway it's like it takes all the like you know when you're pursuing people you got to look nice right but eventually you you but just like you get married you stop caring about your looks that's like every cult member or cult leader is like eh, i don't i don't care i'm growing out a beard because uh, uh, i got my i got my sleeve either in. that or they grow a beard and it infects their brain with some weird alien bacteria this is a new conspiracy i got you guys think on it yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm or, or, it, or it helps hide their identity having a, a beard you know maybe yeah. Um, that might make. I don't know. Since everybody's about, since everybody right now is all about some crazy nonsensical conspiracy theories, why not an alien bacteria that lives that lives in their beards? Yeah. I mean, right you know, we'll, we'll just throw that theory out there and see if it's some dumbass sticks with it. Um, <laughs> 
Rainier was just about 10 years old and enrolled in a Waldorf school when he learned a lesson in power dynamics that he'd later refine and employ at Nexium. A classmate recalled sharing some compromising information about her sister with Rainier, which he immediately exploited. He, like, blackmailed a girl at his school. Hmm. Like, when he was 10. Like, how... Like, that's some yeah crazy shit. I, mean, like, I wonder you know obviously serial killers are more important to kind of profile um because of the the intensity of their crimes but i wonder like cult leaders and things like that like do we have a better way to profile them yet like uh, so maybe this kid at 10 wasn't like killing animals in the backyard but he was blackmailing kids like uh, you you know, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, is there a better way to find like crazies like you know ahead of the game? Like, how, how do we find that when they're young? Like, pull your parents aside. I think your child is a narcissist that's going to one day be a powerful CEO. You know, like yeah. And now I'm going to have to bleep that out probably because I've been trying to avoid like politics. <laughs> God. Anyway. Yeah, but I, I agree with that. I just, I've been trying to keep that out of that. I don't well, know I'm not saying one way or the other. He obviously has some odd business things he's done in the past, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, It was later reported that Isaac Asimov's second foundation, which contains a fair amount of mind games, was a huge inspiration for Nexium's inner workings. He had read the book at age 12, after which his manipulative tendencies apparently only grew stronger. As early as 1984, Rainier manipulated a 15-year-old girl named Gina Melita into a sexual relationship when he was 24. He often took her to video game arcades where he seemed to enjoy one Atari shooter called The Vanguard that would later become his nickname in his sex cult. I just so thought again, that's this is like, still weird shit that people should have noticed earlier on. I, I you know, always hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, looking on the outside, I always sound really skeptical of these people. Obviously, I know that when you're in the situation, it may be different, but you know, at the same time, like you see something, say something. I know that's the terrorist thing, but like, I, you know, yeah. I just wish people had better confidence in speaking out about things that are a little odd, you know? Yeah. And these classes and seminars that they held took as long as 12 hours to complete. That God, I'd probably leave after five minutes. I'd be like, I'm fucking bored. Like yeah. I can't 12 hours for a seminar. Like that's a lot. I took a, like an eight hour, two days of eight hour seminars on Microsoft Excel though, but I was enthralled. But that's just me. Well, <laughs> that's, that's Microsoft Excel. And I love it. And you're a weirdo. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I use it, but I don't, I guess I just don't care that much. But yeah. Those, I didn't those have five, to pay for it, though. So that was the plus side. Just an example price for one of those seminars is $7,500. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. New members were instructed to text their masters photos of their unshaved vulvas to ensure that their faces were in the frame. 
Extreme low-calorie diet, diets were enforced, while any sexual activity that didn't involve Rainier was prohibited. And like we discussed, they also had to give up collateral in the forms of videos showing themselves masturbating, which would allow Rainier to blackmail them if he thought it was needed. So there's more more blackmail material on top of him collecting other information and photos and stuff. He had videos of all of them masturbating. Yeah, I know. You think you think if someone said, "Hey, record a video of your masturbating for this business opportunity," I'm going to be like, "No, no, um, no, thank you." That's that's more than a red flag. That's a freaking red quilt. Okay, like (laughs) I don't know, like it's fucking, it's a bunch of red flags like sewn together. Like that, it's it's huge. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, I hate saying like how the fuck did the, these people not see it but in this one's case i'm really like i cannot give <laughs> a benefit of the doubt to this it, it, every part of this from beginning to end the cost of the seminars what they're asking for the sex the sex dungeons the master and servant situation the vulvas the the master like none of that like I would have backed out at the very first ask for nudes. I would have been like, I barely even send that to my own fucking husband. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, um, I really just don't see how this one got as far as it did. I'm really wondering, like, does anything say how many people were affected or how many people came forward? Like, I'd be really interested to see, like, how big this got and how. Oh, it was yeah. huge. I don't have the numbers on that, but it was huge. I listened to an entire podcast. uh, I forget what the damn name of it was, but you can just look up Nexium and podcast. And there's a whole season of one of the podcasts about Nexium. And they had a member that pretty much spilled the beans on, on everything. She, uh, her and her husband were both in it. Um, yeah. And, uh, she just hard she she goes into detail about the branding incident and it's like horrifying because they did not tell the, they didn't really tell them ahead of time or anything they just get them in a room and make them get naked and then put a damn brand near their vagina you know yeah. like it's that well it's like you know right above the pubic area like if you were going to get a tattoo or something like it's basically yeah. right inside your inner thigh, like where it kind of meets the groin area, like the yeah. that general area. Um, but it they really used a hot brand, and sh- the pain that she described was god awful, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just imagine like that happening to you completely unexpectedly too, like that's yeah. horrific. Again, without consent. Yes. But regardless of all that, Rainier is set to be sentenced in 2020 where it, when he'll receive at least 15 years as a mandatory minimum sentence with a potential life sentence. As, and I just, as, a, as with all of these cults, I check into whether they still exist or not. And as of 2019, they were still operating. Nexium was still around. Even though Rainier's probably going to go to jail for possibly life. Nexium yep. is still Nexium is still going. 
Like, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, but at least Rainier's in jail. It might, maybe they're trying to continue it as a legit business. I'm not sure yeah. how that. How do you? I, how do you even do that? <laughs> like, how do you um, expect to do that? I don't know. All right. I guess. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on that one? Just. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, just why? No. Why? How? No. Why? Yeah. All right. And the next one is a cult called the Ant Hill Kids. You want to read about that one? Oh, let's see. Already, first thing, a name I don't think I can pronounce. Yes, uh, that's why so. I left it for you. Oh, You're okay. welcome. All right. Ant Hill Kids. <laughs> um, Rock. That's what I'm going with. Rock Theralt. Um, was a Canadian. Okay. I guess that's the name of the person that's the, the yeah the that's leader. the okay. leader Dr. Alt was the leader of a canadian cult who led the small religious group the ant hill kids in burnt river ontario between 1977 and 1989 Theralt, a self-proclaimed prophet under the name moise 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 i'm gonna say moist from now on Founded the Doomsday Cult in Quebec based on Seventh Day Adventist Church beliefs. Theralt maintained multiple wives and concubines, impregnating all female members as a religious requirement and fathering 26 children. Theralt's followers, including 12 adults and 22 children, lived under his totalitarian rule at the commune and were subject to severe physical and sexual abuse. Following the cult's formation, Theralt began to move away from being a motivational leader as his drinking problem worsened, becoming increasingly totalitarian over the lives of his followers and irrational in his beliefs. Members were not allowed to speak to each other when he was not present, nor were they allowed to have sex with each other without his permission. Theralt used his charismatic talents to cover for his increasingly abusive and erratic behavior, and none of the other members questioned his judgment, or openly blamed him for any physical, mental, or emotional damage. Theralt began to inflict punishments on followers that he considered to be straying by spying on them and claiming that God told the, him what they did. If a person wished to leave the commune, Theralt would hit them with either a belt or a hammer, suspend them from the ceiling, pluck each of their body hairs individually, or even defecate on them. The Ant Hill Kids raised money for a living by selling baked goods, and members who did not bring in enough money were also punished. Man, I'd be screwed. Over time, Theralt's punishments became increasingly extreme and violent, including making members break their own legs with sledgehammers, sit on lit stoves, shoot each other in the shoulders, and eat dead mice and feces. A follower would sometimes be asked to cut off another follower's toes with wire cutters to prove loyalty. The abuse extended to the cult's children who were sexually abused, held over fires, or nailed to trees while other children threw stones at them. One of Theralt's wives left a newborn child, Eliezer, Eliezer Levelle, man, really, these names, outside to die in freezing temperatures to keep it away from the abuse. Theralt attempted to backtrack the original religious mission of the commune, beginning to strongly believe in purifying his followers and ridding them of their sins through abusive purification sessions where the members would be completely nude as he whipped and beat them. Thrall claimed to be a holy being and started performing unnecessary amateur surgical operations on sick members to demonstrate his healing powers. These surgeries 
included injecting a 94% ethanol solution into stomachs or performing circumcisions on the children and adults of the group. In 1987, social workers removed 17 of the children from the commune. However, Theralt faced no repercussions for his abusive act. Jesus is Lord. Um, this is a lot. <laughs> you yeah. said this one was light? Um, <laughs> in, I lied. <laughs> in 1989, when followers Solange Boylard complained of an upset stomach, Theralt performed another amateur surgery without anesthesia. He laid her naked body on a table and punched her in the stomach, then forced a plastic tube into her rectum to perform a crude enema with the molasses and an olive oil. He cut open her abdomen with a knife and ripped off part of her intestines with his bare hands. Theralt made another member, Gabrielle Laval, stitch her up using needle and thread and had the other women shove a tube down her throat and blow through it. Euler died the next day from the damage inflicted by the procedures. Claiming to have the power of resurrection, Geralt bore a hole in Boiler's skull and with a drill and then had another and had other male members along with himself ejaculate into the motherfucking cavity. Jesus, oh my god. When Boiler inevitably did not return to life, her corpse was buried a short distance from the Ant Hill Kids Commune. All right. Whoops! Yeah, I didn't remember this being this terrible. No, no. Oh my god! Like all these other cults were like, we control you, we sex you. This is like, whoa! This is a lot of stuff. I mean, I guess and it's, it's gonna get it's getting worse in the. Ne- I just kind of read ahead to the next paragraph too. It's gonna get all worse. Right. All right. So Gabrielle Laval herself underwent harsh treatment at the Ontario Ontario Commune during the late 1980s, suffering. Welding torch burns to a general's, a hypodermic needle breaking off in her back, and even eight of her teeth being forcibly removed. Laval, or Lavalet, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, attempted to escape from the commune after Theralt cut off parts of her breasts and smashed her head in with the blunt side of an axe. But upon her return, he removed one of her fingers with wire cutters, pinned her hand to a wooden table with a hunting knife, and then used a chainsaw to amputate her entire arm. This is a horror. This just needs to be a horror movie because that's some of the most fucked up shit I've ever heard. Yeah, you know, like, like, like I can, okay. So some of this stuff to me sounds like something one one serial killer does over time to different people. This doesn't sound like something twenty something, thirty something fucking people live through. Like holy hell, it's like all the serial killers lumped into one big party. Um and doing this to people over holy god like this is crazy I've never heard of this and I am disturbed so okay yeah, yeah. so in 1989 Theralt was arrested for assault after Gabrielle Lavelle had fled the commune again and contacted authorities effectively how did she live through all of that shit we just read about that yeah she cut off her parts of her breast and hit her with an axe and. Cut off Removed an arm. Her finger, cut off an arm with a chainsaw, and she lived. How? How right. did she live through that? That is crazy. Okay. That's, that bitch is hardcore. <laughs> so, provincial authorities had long held suspicions against Theralt's cult due to the particularly primitive living conditions of its membership, but because the commune... Commu- what? Mm. Because the commune was officially registered as a church, officials were legally unable to investigate the adults and could not do much except ensure the welfare of the children. 
Geralt was found guilty of assault for the amputation of Lavelle's arm and received a sentence of 12 years imprisonment. The vast majority of the cult's followers abandoned Geralt after his arrest, but during his imprisonment, he fathered another four children with remaining female members during conjugal visits. Laval's report allowed further investigation into Theralt's action, exposing the wider abuses at the communes and Solange Boylard's murder. In 1993, Theralt pleaded guilty to second-degree murder for the death of Solange Boylard and was sentenced to life imprisonment. In 2000, Theralt was transferred to Dorchester Penitentiary, a medium-security prison in Dorchester, New Brunswick. In 2002, Theralt was rejected for parole as he was considered too high risk to reoffend, and he never applied again. In 2009, Thank God. yeah, in 2009, contra- controversy over Theralt made headlines again when he tried to sell his artwork on a United States-based website, MurderAuction.com, which called itself a true crime auction house and was willing to sell some of Theralt's drawings and poetry. The Correctional Service of Canada prevented Theralt's work leading toward Chester Penitentiary and Stockwell Day, the Canadian Federal Public Safety Minister at the time, wrote to the Correctional Service to express concern that the killer was benefiting from work in prison. And to that I say, thank goodness. Yeah. All right. On February 26, 2011, 63-year-old Threlt was found dead near his cell at Dorchester Penitentiary. His death is believed to be the result of an altercation with a cellmate, Matthew Gerard McDonald, a 60-year-old convicted murderer from Port of Port, Newfoundland, and was and Labrador, who was charged with the killing. McDonald pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison, having already been serving a life sentence for a previous murder charge. McDonald had stabbed Theralt in the neck with a shiv, walked to the guard station, handed them the weapon, and proclaimed that that piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I've slashed him up. I think that's hilarious that this other guy's a murderer is that like Theralt was so bad that the this other guy's a murderer and he's like that guy needs to fucking die. Like yeah. that that's how that's how bad that this guy is that this other murderer is like this motherfucker needs to die. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So Theralt along with Robert Pickton, Clifford Olson, and Paul Bernardo has been considered one of Canada's most notorious criminals since the nineteen eighties. Uh, in 2002 film Savage Messiah depicts Theralt's crimes against his followers and this ensuing legal recourse. The film stars Luke Picard as Theralt, Polly Walker as Paula Jackson, um, the social worker who investigate, uh, whose investigation revealed the crimes. Gabrielle Lavelle wrote a memoir of her life in the sect entitled Lealali- Alliance of the Sheep, basically. That's the. Yeah, that's the translation <laughs> is Alliance of the Sheep, yeah. Um, and I tried to find out if there were any current members still um, out there but believing in this crap, but I, I couldn't find any information. So I guess their current status is kind of unknown yeah. at this point. We'll assume that they're gone and that they were probably the people that lived through it, probably just wanted to get the fuck away out of there. Yeah. You know? Well, how did we still convince four bitches to come up there and have sex with them on conjugal business? Like, that's one I thing. Everything. Like, they finally get out of this, but yet they still, like, I don't know. This one, I, I don't know. I might have to retract my statement to the last one. I think this one is one I would have been like, hell no. <laughs> like, that's a lot of, like, that's not abuse. Like, that's something else entirely. I don't even know how to describe that. That's literally, like, 
murder without yeah, murder. <laughs> with yeah. a little murder mixed in. I don't know. Or uh, murdering them very slowly. Um, yeah. Kind of. Because the punishments would get more and more extreme as they went on. Yeah. So it was basically just murdering them slowly. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty certain that he probably would have ended up killing more had he still been allowed to run his cult, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, that was a, like, how did, like you said, that one woman alone, how did she fucking live? But how did these other people live? Like, holy crap, that's a lot of crap happening. You know, like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's, I don't either. It's a lot. It's a lot of things. Anyway, that's, uh, all the research that I had for today, but I also, I, since I've been doing an honorable mention one that I'm not going to like cover in detail, today's is the KKK. And yes, it is, does qualify and is considered to be a cult, but I'm not going to go into depth with it because I feel like even talking too much about them is honoring them in some way. And I do not want to do that. Yeah. So just honorable mention, KKK, you fucking suck. Anyway. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yes, the end. And yes, they're still around. They're, you probably know some. Because I feel like I do. Yeah. And I've probably deleted some the past few months. <laughs> like, yep. If you say racist bullshit on social media, you go bye-bye. Um, that's my opinion. It's hard like to I said, I tr- say on social media at this point. Everything hurts me boom boom to see. Yeah. Uh, do we have a... I don't have a shout-out podcast. I'm going to just shout-out... Um, Bono! Rent- oh. oh, well, yeah. It's Bona's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Bona. Happy birthday, Bona! We just released an episode today. <laughs> And and I we told her happy birthday on that one too, but we're gonna say it again anyway. Happy birthday, Bonna. Um, and radio, I'm gonna say a shout out to Radio Rental again because they just came out with a new season and it's fucking amazing. Um, it's the one that's hosted by Rain Wilson and it's real life stories, like weird ass stories, like doppelganger stories and just weird, like glitch in the matrix type stories. Oh, the matrix stories. Oh yes, there's there's a lot of those in this, and it's it's really short too. So for people that don't have are like I don't got a time for no hour long podcast. These are like ten to fifteen minutes, and they're really great story. There's usually one or two stories per episode. Um, and my favorite, if you want to just try it out, look up the episode about the doppelgangers. I think Doppelgangers is in the, it should be in the show description or whatever, um, or title. Look that one up. It is an amazing story, and it's, will blow your fucking mind how weird it is. Like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I probably have Doppelgangers, right? (laughs) Yeah. No, or Demons or whatever we decided, but yeah, I know. Yeah, but that's, it's another, it's a story similar to yours, but it's like a guy who, he he gets in a fight with his girlfriend and she walks she gets in a cab and drives away and then she walks up as the cab pulls away mm-hmm. and that is his real girlfriend and then they even look up like 
they even get like security footage and whoever this is looks exactly like her but she swears it is not her i think i've read about that one because i like i go into like rabbit holes of like look at this list of things and then look at that list of things yeah uh, so I've probably, I think, I feel like I've already read that one or maybe we've even talked but about it. But they really, they really truly like investigated that shit because they wanted to know like the explanation, you know, like yeah. what really happened. And the girlfriend at first thought he was cheating, yeah. you know, like he was cheating with somebody, but it was, no, it was a lookalike or, or her somehow, but they still haven't figured that part out. But yeah. anyway. But it's a a really interesting story, and that show is just good in general. It's like the concept of the whole thing is that um, Rain Wilson plays a character, um, Terry Carnation, who runs a video rental store. And Hmm. he pops in a VHS tape of the story every episode. So he he introduces them and then pops in the VHS, and then it's the audio of the person telling the story. Yeah. and so it's just a really interesting concept in general, and I absolutely love it. And I need more episodes. They're not enough episodes because <laughs> yeah. they're short, and I want more. So I'm like, please put out more episodes. Yeah. Also, I'll, I'll go ahead and say Blood Ties too because they just came out with their new season, and it's um, it's a scripted one, but it's about um, a murder and Josh Gad is one of the voices of of it so it's like a voice acted right like right it's almost like an old-timey radio play but it's really good so i'll also recommend that one because the new season of it just came out yeah anyway yeah. i guess that's it for today and so thanks for coming yes thanks for coming on the show i'll have some more cults for you next time yeah, probably in I a few more weeks it. <laughs> 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 got me scarred <laughs> yeah well i'll try to maybe i could try to find some lighter ones next time but really and truly most of them are not light because yeah. let's face it they're just shit and most of them are sexual related yeah. it's hard to find any that don't have like a sexual aspect to it and that's really says a lot about the world anyway yeah all right well i'll talk to you later talk hard yada 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 bye everybody <laughs> later do you like it deeper harder wetter i do and full of sexy racy language i do pelvic sorcery is two southern redheads discussing their own personal experiences in the bedroom <laughs> and all the terrible advice they can possibly give on the subject of sex and relationships Listener discretion is advised. It is.